Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, Miss Kapow. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Freedom Friday Hour. Yes, today's date is June 23rd, 2017. I just want to start off by saying I am in the mood for a sour toe pie. Sour toe pie? What are you talking about? I want a sour toe pie. Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about human toes in a cocktail. (laughs) Yes. But it's not just the funny aspect of a human toe in a cocktail. I'm talking a dead, dehydrated human toe. Yep. Mm -hmm. Kind of a cannibalistic thing. Oh. Yeah. It's it's that, well, the story doesn't really focus on the bizarreness of that as it does, well, somebody stole the toe. That's the news. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about this, some idiot who, um, well, he wanted Facebook likes so much. He wanted to be popular so much. He decided to dangle a baby off a balcony. He did a Michael Jackson. Remember? Mm-hmm. He did, Michael Jackson did that with Blanket. Yeah. I, I do remember. Did, I jumped there. Oh. I dangled Blanket from the because I love my fans like Blanket. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Remember I did? couldn't watch that. It was, ugh. Yeah. Well, that was before Facebook. Well, this idiot decides to do a Michael Jackson because of Facebook likes. And then, you know, there's a couple of stories here about exorcism we want to talk about. And it's not so much the stories, what they say, even though they're both interesting. It's the the approach. It's the agenda behind it. Mm -hmm. That these Jesuits want to demean the real things of God. And throw out words like exorcism, exorcism. They throw these kind of like Christian words out all yeah. the time so to, de- to demean it. Yeah, and discredit. Yes. That's exactly the word, to discredit. And so these articles come out every time they can find a crazy story about a crazy person who's clearly demon-possessed themselves, having anything to do with exorcism, then they, they love to print this stuff because it discredits the real work of God mm-hmm. in a deliverance ministry. And cause I'm telling you, whether you're a Christian and you think you're a great Christian, or not, you need deliverance. Everybody's got uh, demonic hordes holding on to them and lying to them and um, attacking them and bothering them. And you need deliverance. You got to be delivered from that stuff. That's right. It's just a fact. And so it's, but you amazing. know what they've Hollywoodized it. So, you know, people are afraid of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, that, uh, you know, a real deliverance. I don't even like using the term exorcism because that's a Catholic thing. Yeah. And I don't, um, I don't like an exorcism. Yeah. I don't like Catholicism. 
and uh, especially the Jesuits. Yeah, so I, it's it's not that biblical deliverance is not that, and that's through the power of Jesus Christ. And we're actually commanded to do that mm-hmm. in Mark, unless you have the newer versions of the Bible, and they'll leave that out. Exactly. But that's another story. Mm-hmm. That's another show. Uh, Canada, my Canada. Lord, what Canada? What is going on over there with their liberalness? They uh, they passed the law that it is a crime to use the wrong gender pronouns. Mm-hmm. You can't call a he a he or a she a she if they identify as a blitzblick. Yeah, but how are you supposed to know that? Well, it's just total confusion. I I don't know how one would know you that. Know what I mean, it's like yeah. uh, and there's this uh, great professor Peterson. I just watched a video of him um, on this. Matter of fact, on this story, and he's he's fighting this stuff, and he's trying yeah, to talk about freedom of speech, and it's amazing. I just watched this clip of him, and he's he's around all these social justice warriors, all these stupid kids, all these stupid moronic kids who've only been around for about two decades in their life, and they just need to be kicked right in the arse. <laughs> and here's this man who's been studying socialism and what it brings for four decades he's a professor studying this and he's trying to warn them about what this law is going to bring totalitarianism Mm -hmm. totalitarianism and you know what he's talking about freedom of speech and they won't let him talk they keep shouting over him it's only one way isn't it Mm -hmm. it's a freedom of speech and i want you to call me the right gender but only one way Mm mm-hmm you can't you can't have a fin- opinion, but I need to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. They're the most retarded generation ever yeah. on this planet. Unbelievable. I feel sorry for little kids that are born in this world right now, because if this world lasts any any length of time, these are the retarded idiots that are going to be in charge. Yeah. I can't imagine what this place is going to look like. Oh. And because of that, I've entitled today's show. Freedom Friday, it's zero stupid 30. (laughs) It is zero stupid 30 sometime in the world. And uh, if you look at your clock, it's probably zero stupid 30 right where you live. That's right. Right? That's right. Okay, so Ms. Kapow and I, we've been uh, checking the UV index here in Mesquite, Nevada, because it's hotter than uh, Kenya, Africa. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's really hot. It's very hot. It's so hot here in Mesquite. How that hot is it? It's so hot here that <laughs> the Africans in Kenya, they joke about it. When they wake up, they go, Hey, Uncle Moon, Mamun, how hot is it going to be here in Africa? And they go, It's Mesquite hot. <laughs> yeah. Let's go kill a lion. So it's they joke about it because it's so hot here. We have we're the litmus test for the rest of the world. In fact, when NASA takes readings of the sun, they compare it to Mesquite, Nevada. That's funny. I don't make this up. Okay, today, well, I took the readings. Miss Capal and I both do the readings because she's kind of a nerd too. Took the reading yesterday, uh, well, two days ago, summer solstice, and then yesterday. But uh, yesterday's readings at 12, 12 in the afternoon, 
the UV was 10.4 here. Now, that's high because Mm -hmm. it only goes up to 12. So when you're at 10.4, it's called extreme danger. Mm -hmm. Extreme danger. That ultraviolet radiation is eating your flesh. That's what that means. Hello? Hello. The temperature at noonish was 111 degrees. 111 degrees. And it even got hotter. It got up to 118. 111 degrees. The surface temperature, not asphalt and not even cement, but gravel surface temperature was 165. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what asphalt was. Now, I say all this to say to say this. We saw a very ignorant man out there riding his bike. In Shirtless. This, he, with no shirt and no hat. And he stopped, and he was guzzling water like a giraffe, (laughs) like a giraffe in the jungle. And he had no shirt, and his back was all red, and his face and head was all red. He had no hair. Are you serious? 10.4 UV, 111 degrees, and you're riding your bike with no shirt? It's zero stupid 30 right here in my own backyard. Dumb. Dumb. (laughs) Last night, we walked our dogs. It's 10 o'clock at night. I have a little heat thermometer sensor, a little digital sensor. The pavement at 10 o'clock at night was 112 degrees. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. The cement was 106. Gravel was 101. The dirt was around the same, 101. Yeah. So my dog said... Nay, nay, Mm-mm. we're not doing this. Mm-mm. We're not going out. You either drive us to the grassy park where it's 70 degrees or we're rebelling. <laughs> and then that's, that's been, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They reported us. Mm-hmm. So that's my little uh, speech on the UV index. And I, I post this stuff on Facebook now. I am going to start doing that. I think it's interesting, even if no one else thinks it is. I just think it's interesting to kind of monitor. Mm-hmm. Um because, uh, well, we just might all get burned up here, right? <laughs> That's right. Right, Mr. Powell? Okay, you have a scripture reading? Yeah, I'm going to read uh, from Jeremiah 10, 14, 15, Romans 1, 21, 22, and First uh, Corinthians 3, 18 through 20. Okay, and I'm going to go get a sandwich and then I'll be back. <laughs> all right. Jeremiah, every man is brutish in his knowledge every founder is confounded by the graven image for his molten image is falsehood and there is no breath in them they are vanity and the works of errors in the time of their visitation they shall perish because that when they knew god they glorified him not as god neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened professing themselves to be wise they became fools Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He takes the wise in their craftiness, and again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. That's it. Wow. Those are really good. Yep. 
That's the truth. Mm-hmm. The Word of God. I mean, that's... Yeah, I found those scriptures, and I just put them together. Whew, that's nice. It, it flowed as one, actually, did it? Yeah, praise you know, the Lord. That's what's amazing about the real truth, the real scriptures, not the phony Bibles, mm-hmm. not the modern translations, but real, the real Bible, the real scriptures, from the Textus Receptus. Yep. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get started now. Uh, this the, is Freedom Friday, Jerry. The, Friday, the real scriptures are coherent mm-hmm. and they're cohesive because they're written by one spirit. Mm-hmm. They're truth. If you're getting your truth anywhere else, you're, you're <laughs> zero stupid 30. Simple as that. You're, you, you, know, uh, you might as well go out with God no shirt said. on in mesquite. The wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. That's what it says. really is. Really is. I'm going to take a short commercial break, real quick, and then we're going to come back. And you want to hear this next story, really, about the sour toe cocktail? Because this is absolutely. (laughs) It doesn't even sound good to me. It doesn't. Okay, we'll be right back. You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fithook Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. Fithookmedia.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit fithookmedia.com. That's F I F T H O O K media.com. Remember, that's fithookmedia.com. F I F T H O O K. Kapow! What's up, yo? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, and I want to Who was that yelling? Who was that yelling? That's a little kapow man. That's what he does. He flies around and he yells, kapow. <laughs> yeah, you know, in Revelation, the book of Revelation, there's three angels. And uh, that first angel is, is screaming to the top of his lungs the gospel of uh, peace to everybody, the gospel of Christ to the world, to anybody who will listen. Well, that's the little kapow guy. That's what the book of Revelation doesn't tell you, but that's the kapow guy going kapow. It's a footnote. It's a footnote. He's a little angel. So uh, don't forget that. Okay. How many are ready to have a sour toe cocktail? Yeah. Mm. Grouse. Grouse. Seriously, it's, it's, it's totally disgusting and funny and very quirky. But there is, it's the agenda behind this, okay? Not that there's so much some evil agenda, but it just shows the zero stupid 30 of where we're at because the whole article is about the theft of this human toe. Yeah. Rather than the the idea that there's human beings drinking a cocktail with a human toe in it. Yeah, and and it's a real human toe. Yeah. It's nasty. Yeah. So, like you said earlier, it's cannibalism. Uh, it's can- Yeah, it's cannibalism. The thing, because some people have eaten it. The, uh, yes. The, the thing is, oh. really, is that shouldn't shouldn't the article? I mean, in a logical world, shouldn't the article be written like, "Hey, you people may not know this, but there's a place 
up there in in Alaska, uh, the Yukon, the Alaskan Canadian border, that uh, you know is is putting a human toe in a cocktail and drinking. It. I mean, wouldn't that be the story? But no, yeah. the story is they hey, stole it. They stole it, and we're hopping mad. Um, kind of weird. Okay, there's a human toe. Served at Dawson City's famous sour toe cocktail is stolen. That's the headlines. That's what's important uh, in this story. Let's see. There's a guy named Terry Lee. He's really mad because there's a recent theft of a dehydrated human toe from the downtown hotel sourdough saloon. That's in Dawson City. In Yukon, it's roughly 65 miles east of the Alaska-Canada border. This guy works there at the hotel, and he is what they call the tow master. Hmm. He takes care of the bar's donated human toes by day. He preserves them in rock salt. And by evening, he plops a digit into the bar's signature sour toe cocktail Serving up the drink to paying customers. Mm. Right there, this that paragraph right there is like, isn't that, wouldn't that be the story? Yeah, you would think. And then everybody would go, what? But no. Over the weekend, one of the bar's donated cocktail toes disappeared. And this is what, this is what the story's about. Because it was a second toe. The one next to the big toe. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact is what they say. Well, some dude, some man walked into the bar Saturday night, had the gall to order a signature sour toe cocktail, a shot of alcohol garnished with a human toe. And then the bartender turned her back. The man walked out of the bar with the toe. Wow. Can you believe that? And uh, Mr. Lee says, we have a name. We have two witnesses. This guy's in deep trouble. Yeah. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police confirmed <laughs> Tuesday. So it's not against the law to, to drink a human toe, but it's against the law to steal a human toe. Well, yeah. Hello. They confirmed Tuesday that officers were investigating the toe theft. <laughs> Two uh, officers, not yeah. an officer. Oh, yeah. Officers. They got the whole team. <laughs> uh, by last Tuesday, no arrests have been made, nor had they recovered the toe. Uh-uh. Um, and she, the, the spokeshole didn't decline. She declined to identify the suspect. It was an ongoing investigation. Mm-hmm. There's even a flyer that the hotel pushed out, put out called the Missy Toe. And on the, the, the picture is a picture of one of these dehydrated human toes. It should really go on a milk carton, don't you think? It really should. <laughs> it really should. Somebody stole the toe. Uh, anyway, it says even though the hotel is short one toe, it'll continue to serve its famous cocktail. Apparently, they got a couple of them. Because the, <laughs> the bar, show must go on. The show must go on, man. The uh, the bar apparently received several toes through anonymous donations. <laughs> Nasty. What? What's, I, Nasty. I don't. Okay, some are pledged to the bar in wheels. And others have come from people who had toes amputated for oh, one reason or another. Nasty. Oh, fuji fuji. Mm. Wow. The toe that disappeared over the weekend was curled downward. Mm. It's a deformity caused by hammer toe. And it's the reason the donor had to have it amputated. Oh, dear Lord. That's a, it's like a sick toe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they only have one other toe left. 
Yeah. The others are too small to be a choking hazard. <laughs> okay. The Sour Toe Cocktail dates back to Cades, according to Lee. Now, you have some information about this, don't you? Well, I do. I uh, looked up the uh, Sour Toe Cocktail Club. There is a club, and it has over uh, 100,000 members, and it was established in 1973. And it says, how do I become a member? Just in case some of our listeners are asking. Well, you come down to the Sourdough Saloon, and you ask for Captain River Rat. (laughs) Then you purchase a shot, and most of the members prefer the Yukon Jack, which is uh, made from whiskey and honey. Then you pledge the Sourdough Oath, and I don't know what that is, but I can imagine. And then you watch as a genuine dehydrated toe is dropped into your drink, and then you drink the Sour Toe Cocktail. And it says here, be sure to remember the most important rule. You can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips have got to touch the toe. (laughs) And the the, uh, Sour Toe Cocktail recipe is one ounce minimum of alcohol, one dehydrated toe, and you garnish it with courage. Wow. Apparently, the bar hands out a $2,500 fine to anyone who swallows or steals the toe. Why would you want to swallow it? Well, check this out. The bar had to increase its fine to the current figure after a man swallowed the toe on purpose in 2013. And then he slapped the $500 fine at the time. That's what it was. He just slapped the $500 down on the table and left. It was worth the $500 to swallow the toe. Well, I wonder if it scratched his colon the next day. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh dear man. Lord. Oh, they make about $80,000 in gross revenue a year from these uh, these toes. And there's a whole story behind it. Apparently, uh, <laughs> as the story goes, it was a rum runner in the 1920s <laughs> who had preserved his amputated frostbitten big toe in a jar of alcohol. And years later, the toe was found by an abandoned in an abandoned Dawson area cabin by a man named Dick Stevenson, who was a Yukon riverboat captain. And then the Sour Toe Cocktail was founded in 1973. Yeah. Uh, 71,000 uh, Sour Toe Cocktails have been served since then. Wow. That's, Amazing, uh, isn't that's it? That's a lot. And, you know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of humorous. And you're going, what? Ha ha. What a thing. But the thing is, is I, I just want to point out... Shouldn't shouldn't the story shouldn't that be appalling, really? Yeah. <laughs> but the whole the whole idea is like someone stole the toe. How terrible. Let's get this guy for, for theft, not for putting human remains in a drink and drinking it up. Ah, oh, nasty. Uh and I know all the bikers and everything, yeah, they're just cool, we're just having fun. But it's like drinking alcohol out of a skull. Yeah. yeah. And there's bars that do that too. Yeah. Okay, story number two on our zero stupid thirty. Clock. This is amazing. Oh, I hate that. It's picture. amazing. There, there's, there's a guy um, in Algeria. Mm. Is that a country? Is that a country? There's a guy in Nigeria who, um, who decided that he wanted to get a thousand Facebook likes from his uh, uh, friends. Mm. So he. He posts this picture of he's he's got this little 
I mean, it's like a baby. Uh, how old is this kid, you think? Uh, 15 oh, less, months old? Yeah, or, well, under, I think it's less than two, under for two. sure. He's got this baby, and he's holding him just simply by the back of the shirt, a T-shirt. And he's dangling him 15 stories up out of a window. Out of a window. you In the picture, you can see all the cars down there and the whole bit. And uh, apparently in the Facebook video, the kid is mm. frightened. Yeah, hello. He's actually holding him over the, the balcony by the back of his shirt. And obviously with the other hand, he's filming this. Can you imagine what a retard you are? What mm-hmm. a mental retard you do yeah. to do this? So the people who saw it, instead of giving him Facebook likes, turned him over to the authorities for child abuse. They arrested this idiot, and he's been sentenced. They found him guilty. Of course, in court, he tried to say that the fo- the photo was photoshopped by, um, you know, the people. Mm-hmm. Th- that there was there was actually a guardrail. Yeah. There was actually a guardrail. I could care less about no yeah, guardrail. Yeah, they photoshopped it out. Which the court didn't buy. And of course it's not true. You can look at the photo and yeah. see. idiot. Oh, my you Lord. You know, why, why would people want to set this guy up? Just to arrest mm-hmm. him. He's an idiot. But, I mean, here you go. It's, it's, it's zero stupid 30. Come on, people. I mean, social media, Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff. I mean, it has just become so uh, crazy and demonic for some people. Mm-hmm. It's, really, it's really annoying. Very, very weird. A very weird time. Um, and Algeria is a sovereign state in North Africa. It's. I wonder how it's. I bet it's not as hot in Algeria and Africa as it is in Mesquite, Nevada. Probably not. I bet you if you looked at the uh, Algerian temperature, is probably ten degrees cooler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Next on the clock of zero stupid thirty is a mom, and I say that. Yeah, loosely. Loosely. She's accused of choking and biting a child. I think the kid was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. In an attempted exorcism at a beach. So the story right away is a one-way yeah. story. It should be this crazy arse of a mom choked and bitter child and attempted murder. Yeah. On a beach, but they have to they have to throw the exorcism in there. Now, if the, if the mom said if the mom says I'm doing this to this kid because um, he was abducted by aliens and I'm trying to get the aliens out of him, that wouldn't have been the headline. Mm-mm. It would have just it would have been well that's just crazy, and the headline would have been mother tried to kill her kid, but because she said he she was trying to exorcise demons out of him, that became the headline. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the writer knows this, but it's just the zeitgeist that we live in. It's the matrix that we live in. Mm-hmm. It's Satan's kingdom right now. It's his world. And everything points away from Christ and That's Satan's right. world. Everything. It's spiritual warfare. It is spiritual warfare on all levels. Spiritual conflict. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. This is a Ferndale woman. woman and she was arrested. After she was on a beach, striking, biting, and choking her 11-year-old child in an, in an attempted exorcism. 
The sheriff's office received a 9-11 call about 9 a.m. in the morning. That's pretty early to be trying to kill your kid. Mm-hmm. Says a mother was attacking her kid at a beach near Ferndale. And the caller says the mother was attempting to perform an exorcism. She had stripped a child naked and was shoving handfuls of sand in the youngster's eyes and mouth. The woman reportedly stated she was trying to remove demons from the child. You see, all throughout the article, mm-hmm. it's about exorcism is discredited. This, right. These crazy people do this kind of stuff. This has nothing to do with exorcism. It has everything to do, if you want to get spiritual, about this, this woman being demon-possessed. That's right. And attacking her kid. That's if you want to if you want to talk about demons. That's where mm-hmm. the demons are at. And look what it's doing to the child. Yeah. Because now there's attachments to him as well. Oh gosh, yeah, this poor kid. The assault was witnessed by a crowd of ten to twelve people who did nothing. I, I'm sure they just stood around. They they took out their stupid phones. phones yeah. And started live streaming this on Facebook and taking pictures for their Instagram account and taking videos for their Facebook accounts. Yeah, out, out of this crowd of 10 and 12 people, there was only one local resident that um, stepped in. One. Out of 10 to 12 yeah. people, one guy decided, I'm going to put down my uh, phone and help this kid. And he struggled with her on the ground. And she continued to attack the child hitting the youngster in the head with a piece of driftwood. Wow. Uh, then a deputy arrived a short time later. He pulled that ugly woman away from the kid and handcuffed her, and then the child was taken to the hospital for treatment, including severe damage to an ear. And she was booked for assault with a deadly weapon, attempted homicide, felony abuse, aggravated mayhem, the whole bit. Of course, there's no crime in you know exorcism, but... I'm sure California would love a law against that at some point. And uh, likely this guy who stepped in likely prevented the kid from being killed. Wow. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the, the the story is in this is just another crazy person, right? Mm-hmm. But the story is about let's discredit uh, what they call exorcism, what we call deliverance. Right. Because everybody needs deliverance, and it's not like the movies. No, it's not. Okay, here's another story on the same vein that discredits this. And this, this is a secret Catholic exorcist cult in Brazil. I thought this was a really interesting story, though. It's very strange, it's, isn't it? Um, I've never heard of this before. No. Well, that's because it's a secret Catholic there cult. There you have it. That's why you never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're from Brazil, and... Um, they they they're making a deal with the devil. So they're a group of exorcists, Catholic exorcists that apparently made a pact with Satan on climate change and on the death of Pope Francis. As silly as that sounds, there's more to it. Okay, I'm going to butcher this guy's name, but apparently his name is Planio Correa de Olaviera, and he's dead. Mm. He's dead. But he's almost as peculiar in death as he was in life. Dr. Blenil, as he is still known by his devout followers. Now, here's the other agenda. Check this out. Here's the other agenda. Where am I, from Georgia? Here's, get to the winder and look out the agenda. 
What happened? I just became what? I just I just now driving a Dodge uh, truck with a Hemi in it. You swallowed that toe. What happened to me? I tell you, it's hot and it does something to my brain. It's the UV. You won't listen to me. I want to go to Africa where it's cooler. I want to go to I want to go to Kenya and live with Obama's family. It's cooler over there. Okay. Here's the other agenda. Planillo, as he's still known by his devote followers, was a, ready for it, right-wing Catholic figure who founded the, here it is, ultra-conservative uh-huh. Tradition Family and Property Association, also known as the TFP, Tradition Family and Property Association. So right here, Right-wing people story, and conservatives are crazy. Yes, you have a right-wing you have a conservative, ultra-conservative, uh, who's nuts. Mm-hmm. And that's the story. He's, he's, he's not only an exorcist, but he's an exorcist for the devil. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of you know, look at this story here, and like I said, maybe the writer doesn't do it on purpose, but it's like all the stories about Trump. I mean, every you can read a story about tomatoes, okay? You're reading a newspaper, and it's like, how to grow the best tomatoes. And it goes on, and tomatoes should be red and plump, and when you fill them, they should be soft to the touch when they're ripe. And right, it goes on and on. And then they'll say, you know, we haven't had as many uh, tomatoes lately since Trump got in office and put a ban on the travel of people who bring in tomatoes from, you know what I mean? It's always got to be something in there. Yeah. And it's like annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like annoying. How come I just can't read about tomatoes without some some idiot bagging on Trump all the time? Right. I, I just, I, it really annoys me. Yeah. Um, in death, Doctor Planinio is said to be in close contact with Satan. And there you have it. He's dead, <laughs> but his followers think he's in close contact with Satan. So where do you think he's at? Hell. Okay. So Satan, or Dr. Planinio, who's in close contact with Satan, can be channeled by Brazilian exorcists. Gemini. Mm-hmm. And he also apparently rules the so-called afterlife to such an extent that his followers are convinced he controls climate change and is working toward the death of Pope Francis. Well, some things I do hope he's successful at. See, this um, is foolish wisdom of men, right? It, it is. It's just like the scriptures you read. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, this is just zero stupid 30 to the max. According to some dude who writes for the Vatican, he, uh, he he's saying that this guy controls climate change and also is working towards killing the Pope from, from the grave. And here's the deal. He says, by getting rid of Pope Francis, some of the followers believe the way would be open for the Catholic Church to elect a more, here's the agenda, you ready? Conservative leader in line with, you ready? Their more traditional practices. (laughs) So you're conservative and you're traditional, you're a nut Mm -hmm. and you want to kill the Pope. Uh, Apparently, Mr. uh, or Dr. Palenio died in 1995. And that TFP split in a couple of groups. One seems like they're decent, and the other one uh, is known as the Heralds of the Gospel, and, a, and, a, and, think, and, and they're crazy, and they do cult worship, according to this uh, article. Um, and the dead guy, Planeo, has supernatural powers from the grave. 
That's right. He's said to be using rogue exorcism practices. This is the guy that still runs the, um, what's it called? Herald, Herald of um, the Gospel or something, that other part. Oh, yeah. Herald of Herald, the Gospel. Herald of the Gospel. Apparently, this guy, his name is Diaz. He's one of the followers. Apparently, he uses rogue exorcism practices in which they actually communicate with the devil, Ms. Kapow. Well, there's a picture of him yeah. on this article, and he looks pretty scary. He does look. He, he Doesn't he look like one of those guys in a movie? Yeah, he looks like El Pacino. He does look like El Pacino, <laughs> but he does with a skinny face. And those eyes. And those eyes, and you can see him in the Exorcist <laughs> movie, and he goes, hoorah, yeah. hoorah. Exactly. And he's, he's, and he's right overacting, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he's overacting. Uh, poor Al. Anyway, um, this, this, they, they communicate with the devil. Yeah. And they communicate with the devil. And they channel. Yeah. And people who are uh, possessed, and so they start exercising, but then they start talking to the devils and getting information. And that's totally against Catholic exorcism um, rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they say that it's a devil worship. It's a. They say that devil worship is understandably a problem for the Catholic Church. <laughs> and so anyway, it goes on. They're uh, they're they're crazy. But I, I just thought that the agenda was quite pronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, you do exorcisms. You're 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 a nut. You 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 want uh, Satan to kill the Pope. Blah 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 blah. But you're also conservative. You know, yep. uh, the words family and um, tradition, things like that. So anyway, who knows? Um, who believes that stuff? I don't know. Okay, Ms. Capel, this is a crazy story. You heard me earlier talking about Dr. Peterson. Yes. Uh, who is against this stuff? This is the Canada, da, da, Canada. How do you pronounce Canada. it? Canada. 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 Canadians? Is that how you pronounce it? I suppose. This is the Canadians could face hate crimes over using the wrong gender pronouns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Canada passed a law Thursday making it illegal to use the wrong gender pronouns. Critics say that can- Canadians who do not subscribe to progressive gender theory could be accused of hate crimes. Jailed, fined, and made to take anti-bias training. Oh my! Can goodness. you imagine that, folks? Is that where they strap you down and then you pl- and they play all these different DVDs? Or <laughs> I think so. I think you're made to take anti-bias training. Maybe, yeah. You have to watch it over and over and over again. Yeah, you have to watch uh, the Wizard of Oz over and over to your break. <laughs> okay, okay, she's a he. Damn it. <laughs> He's a she! Okay, damn it, I'm sorry. It's a Z or an it or whatever the hell. Just make Dorothy go away. I mean, really? In your case, they'd make you watch Mamma Mia. Yeah, they'd make me watch that stupid movie with uh, Pierce Bronson. Yeah, and uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, over and over again until I I found a way to gnaw my own throat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would just chew my own tongue until I swallowed my own blood and died. Gross. Oh, I, I, I couldn't do it. 
I couldn't do it, especially the all those ABBA songs. I'm getting sick. To, I just I want a sour toe cocktail just talking about it. Oh my lord! Anyway, progressive gender theory. The, the Canadians they better use it, or it's a hate crime. This is called uh, Canada Senate Bill C sixteen. C sixteen. It puts gender identity and gender expression in both the country's human rights code as well as the hate crime category of its criminal code by a vote of dun 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 sixty seven to eleven. Wow. Sixty seven brain dead zero stupid thirty humans opposed to eleven. What's wrong with this world, you might ask? What's wrong? Oh, no. It's not ending. We're fine. We're fine, Monica. It's just you, Monica. (laughs) And Justin Trudeau, Canada's prime minister, he's the one that's, uh, everybody thinks he's sexy. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Because gay men are sexy. Sexy as a sour toe. Mm-hmm. He says, great news. Bill C-16 has passed the Senate, making it illegal to discriminate based on gender identity or expression. Hashtag love is love. This is a man kisser. <laughs> no, no man, okay? No man does a hashtag love is love <laughs> this guy's a pirate sour toe would <laughs> yeah uh, he be, he probably like he probably stole that sour toe you know what i mean mm-hmm. um jody wilson raybold is the country's attorney general and minister of justice you know what jody said no telling. Proud that Bill C-16 has passed in the Senate. All Canadians should feel hashtag free to be me. <laughs> what kind of... Co- Seriously, what your country, if you're Canadian listening to me right now, your country just got flushed down the toilet. Mm-hmm. You got people. That's what I'm talking about. These little babies that are babies today, if this lasts, and it's... I just... It, I can't get my head around that this society is going to last any much longer. But can you imagine? Already we're seeing the fruits of this, this erroneous generation with this erroneous education and their stupidity. You already see the fruits of it. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you're a little kid, you grow up, and then what now, okay, right now you're eight. By the time you turn 28, these people are now in charge to the politicians. Scary. Oh, good Lord. It really is scary. Good Lord. I'm glad I'll be dead. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine living in a, a dystopian world. Uh, that's what we're that's what we living in. I don't, I don't understand. Hashtag free to be me. Oh, my Lord. Now, there's an argument that transgender identity is too subjective of a concept to be enshrined in law because it is defined as an individual's deeply felt eternal experience of gender. Mm -hmm. Right? Said Grant Mitchell, and he's a conservative senator, bad conservative senator. 
He says, uh, yet we, of course, accept outright that no one can discriminate on the basis of religion. And that, too, is clearly a very deeply subjective and personal feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, Jordan Peterson, he's a professor. And uh, this guy, this is the guy I saw the video of. And um, he, yeah. he was trying to talk to these idiot social justice warriors about free speech at a rally. Mm-hmm. And this video, it's it's fact, it's on our Facebook page. It's on this article itself, um, which is entitled, you know, Canada criminalizes wrong ginger pronouns. You scroll down the videos on there and you and you watch this guy trying to talk to these idiots and um, they're shouting him down and they're screaming over him and they will not allow him to have free speech. It's amazing. Jordan Peterson, he's a professor at the University of Toronto. He's one of the bill's fiercest critics, and he's, he's getting in trouble for this. He spoke to the Senate before the vote. He is insisting that it infringed upon citizens' freedom of speech and institutes what he views as the dubious gender ideology into law. And it's true. Mm-hmm. So now you don't have freedom of speech. You can't call a he a he. Yeah, that's crazy. Or that's a hate crime. Because if I'm looking at some mental retard dressed like a woman and I know that's a dude and I and and I call him a him now it's a crime yeah that's crazy it really is yeah he says compelled speech has come to Canada we will seriously regret this and I know they will yeah exactly he says ideologues are using unsuspecting and sometimes complicit members of the so-called transgender community to push their ideological vanguard forward, said Professor, uh, to the Senate. He said, the very idea that calling someone a term that they didn't choose causes them such irreparable harm that legal remedies should be sought is an indication of just how deeply the culture of victimization has sunk into our society. Mm. Peterson has previously pledged not to use irregular gender pronouns, and students have protested him for his opposition to political correctness. So you see where the world's at? It's upside down. Good is evil, and evil is so good Mm -hmm. and so right. Transgenderism, all this... Is the wisdom of man. Wisdom of man, it's foolishness. It's from the pits of hell. It's satanic. It's horrible. But they're the heroes. And the guy that has common sense, mm-hmm. who studied totalitarianism and teaches it as a professor for the last 40 years, is looked at as, as evil. Mm-hmm. And you know that with the students, if you watch the, the video, mm-hmm. how aggressive they are. I mean, they're not just rude, and um, but they're just... Very aggressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've Hateful. Grew, they, they've grown Oof. up in houses where, you know, there's lack of parenting. There's no um, discipline. And entitlement. Yeah. You know? That oh, yeah. Their opinion counts, but no one else's. No one it. else's. It's only free speech if I'm the one talking. Yeah. And it doesn't conflict with what they're saying. Mm-hmm. It's just terrible. I mean, I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> no. Jeff Gunnarsson, he's a vice president of Campaign um, Campaign Life Toronto. He's a pro-life political group in Toronto. 
Uh, he said, this tyrannical bill is nothing but social engineering to the nth degree. Mm. All in the name of political correctness. And he's right. You yeah. know, this has nothing to do. The transgender people are idiots. They're being played like every other patsy and dupe out there. They're just pawns being used. But this is bringing in. This is bringing in so much more. Yeah. It, it is. It's tyranny. Uh, this is the brave new world. The brave new sewer hole. This is 1984. You can't call a female a she if she. Even if she looks like a female, but she decides she wants to be called a he. Yeah, see, and now how that's are a people crime? Are supposed to know that? You know what I mean? But just call them arse. Everybody's an arse, and you're safe. Hey, arse, get out mm-hmm. of my way. Mm-hmm. Then you're safe. That's not a crime. Wow. Um, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's Canada right there. My goodness. So I th- I think that's about all the hate speech I have for today. I can't think of any more hate speech because I do I do hate this I I hate this world I hate everything it represents I hate uh, the culture the society I hate the idolatry I hate the antichrist zeitgeist mm-hmm. definitely I hate Satan I hate the fallen ones I hate nephews I hate them I hate them with all my heart I hate them with all my guts and um, I just. That's my hate speech. So send the Mounties. You better bring half a dozen of them, though, because <laughs> I am not going down easy. <laughs> Can you imagine the Mounties? I'd be laughing. I'd be rolling like, really? Really? Dudley Do-Right? You're going to? Really? <laughs> you said Dudley Do-Right for me? Are you kidding? You know, really? You know you're a mesquite. It's hot. <laughs> the horses uh, would be dancing. It's just too hot for them. Yeah. I, I I know the scenario, Miss Crow. Yeah, I'm sure you do, Jerry. Uh, you have anything to add? Nope. Anything positive? Nope. Anything negative? Nope. I oh. think we said everything we want to say on the show. Okay, you want to go? You want to get a sour toe? Uh, get burger? sour toe? Ooh, no. It just no. It it curls my toes. <laughs> you know what? You can drink it fast. You can drink it slow. But your lips have got to touch the toe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, man. Uh, Good night. Ciao, babies.